Good morning and welcome back to Real Presence Live. If you're just tuning in, this is Emily Leadham. And I am Heather Carroll. And we've been having a heck of a morning. Heck We're of a coffee overloaded, which is a great sign. And we've had some <laughs> really, really, really great guests on this morning. So um, I think let's jump right into our next one. Eric Absolutely. Gallagher is with us from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Eric, good morning. Good morning. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Well, first I want to know, how does an introvert become in charge of the youth is my question. There's youth well, introverted, so they get along great. <laughs> yes, they definitely compensate the uh, the energy in the room. And they, they just need the quiet guy who kind of, they appreciate the quiet guy in the back who just kind of lets things happen. That's usually a, a recipe for chaos, but the youth tend to appreciate it. Are we talking about the kids' youth events or your household? <laughs> Oh, both. God has, God has put me into so many situations, I cannot begin to describe the, the confusion I have in my life at times of, of how I ended up in places where I am. Well, as I interrupted you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> sure. I'm, a, I'm the Director of Youth Discipleship Evangelization uh, for the Diocese of Sioux Falls. I'm coming into my 10th year here. Um, I've been married for over 10 years now, and uh, we have four children. And we we live here in Sioux Falls, um, and yeah, it's I love doing youth work and and love teaching on mm-hmm. things like prayer and spirituality, discernment, things like that. So well, and I'm I just feel like I just feel like our diocese is so blessed because I feel like this is a calling of yours, Eric, um, and that you've said yes to God in this calling uh, for youth, and I think it's unusual. Um, for us to have somebody that's been in charge of youth that long. Usually somebody comes in young and they leave within four or five years. And so yeah, I think it's... predecessors were here about just, just five, five or six years they were here, and neither one of them were natives of the diocese either, so they, they didn't have the same attachment that I do. Hmm. Well, um, and I just and I, love... As a high schooler, I kind of knew that this is what I was thinking of. This, I kind of uh... knew in high school and 10th grade that this is where I wanted to be or this is where, this is where God is calling me. Absolutely. Well, and I think you're using his gifts well because you're constantly looking for new and innovative ways to reach the youth of our time um, as as we try to get in touch with them. It's very difficult. I don't know where you come up with your inspiration. <laughs> well, and I know well, Eric, one of... Yeah, yeah, you're with them and among them. And I know what like a huge part of your heart is just helping helping youth but helping helping everyone just say yes to Christ. What are what are some ways that you do that? Is it easier said than done? What does that look like uh for you and your ministry? Yeah, that question of is it easier said than done? I I think the the strategy is we have to consider what's actually happening when we say yes to Christ and it's uh the, the proposal, I think we just misunderstand the proposal when Christ is calling us and, and when we've been raised in the Church, uh, in our Church. I think the poverty sometimes is, it seems like we're saying yes to to more weight, more burden, more rules, more um, just, just things that are not that attractive. And yeah. I think the, the strategy is to propose um, a yes to freedom. And so it it can be difficult because of our attachment to things, but I, it's kind of the, the motivator is, is that desire for peace, that desire for freedom in our life. And, and our young people are looking for that. They're busier than they've ever been. Um, and they're, the home situations, the culture is just so demanding and burdensome that they, they're longing for that invitation, that just that sign of, of a little bit of peacefulness in their life. And, and if it can be proposed to them, 
it, it's pretty easy to say yes, and it, it can be a process, of course, from there, and it, it can be painful. Um, but I guess, spiritually speaking, it should be easy, because God does it um, for us if we allow Him to. Um, but it's not easy in, in the sense of it, it hurts, <laughs> and it's humbling. So. Yeah. I know for me, um, you know, when I was in high school, I think you might have actually been there, but having that conversion moment, um, I suddenly became wildly attracted to Christ. And yet at the same time, there was a little bit of fear in me of like, what's he going to ask me to do? Yeah. Can you speak speak to that? I think that's kind of an experience for a lot of of people when they fall in love with Christ, but we're a little afraid of what he's going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the the challenge is we're... We're willing to say yes and and give him a little bit, and then and then when he begins to ask for more, we're like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm not sure about that. And hmm. luckily, the way that God works is he he does he is patient with us. He does invite us in small ways, and and our, our temptation, like we we can kind of romanticize about it in a sense and say like I just want to give him everything, but we're not we're not actually capable of doing that yet. Um, so it, yeah, it can be scary, and I I think that. It, the desire should be there when we it's it's that reality when you discover that Christ is the only way that he is the only way that you're going to find the things you're looking for um, I think just our human nature kind of lends itself to needing to be proven over and over and over again mm. and he's willing to do that for us because he he does love us and and is willing to give us what we need to be with him as well Mm. And and what happens when we do? You know, what's the the promise when when we do kind of overcome those fears and choose to follow him? What happens? I, the beauty is, is you just begin to experience Christ, like in in the way that the, the scriptures speak of him. We we find a new life, a new joy, a new peace. You begin to to realize that the the life that the world wants to give you is is heavy and and just gross in, in a mm-hmm. sense and and as you as you lean into Christ more and more um, it, it is it's, it's challenging because it does again it requires that first question it does require a, a letting go and a detachment from things um, but if we continue to keep our eyes um, in that, that hopeful sense of knowing that God God even in the pain will will bring triumph um, I think it's, it's it motivates us to keep going. Amen. And I know you, you have a big event coming up that this is kind of the theme. Can you talk a little bit about uh, the, the Diocesan Youth Conference? Yeah, the, the conference is really simply themed, Come Follow Me. Um, we want to, we, we've done this conference every year for, for a while now. It's, we've been doing it in, in Brookings for some time. We'll probably get over 1,500 people there. Um, there's talks, games, adoration, and mass with bishops, and it's just a ton of fun. But the the main thing is to set them up for an opportunity to say yes to Christ. And, and it's very simply, in, in adoration, we invite them to, to meet and encounter Christ, and I'm continually amazed at what can happen when there's just silence, and you put people mm-hmm. with Jesus and you give them that invitation. Mm-hmm. So our hope is that many youth on November 9th would, would get to know what it's like to say yes to Christ, even if it's for half an hour. And you have an awesome team gathering to kind of help create this environment. Who's going to be joining you there? We have, so we're bringing in a, a band. Josh Blakesley band is coming in. He's a, a national a musician, so kind of in the in the circles of Matt Marr. He's very, very talented worship leader. Um, and then a, a man by the name of Chris Bartlett, who's actually a youth, a youth minister down in Austin, around Rock, Texas, um, in a huge parish of seven thousand families. 
Um, he's coming in because he's, he's going to do the youth conference, but also lead a youth leaders gathering the day before for us. Wonderful. Well, it's an epic event, and if a youth hasn't attended, they absolutely need to go. How do they um, find out more information on how they can attend? So most people, most parishes have someone that they can talk to. If they have a youth minister, a, a, a director of faith formation or something, they can talk to them or their priest, and then they can also go to socatholic.org um, and find information and get tickets on there and see see the schedule and the information and, and everything that's available. Everything's on the website. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Eric, for joining us this morning. Yes, thanks for having me. And blessings on the great work that you do.